found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. Well, it's Monday. This is the 23rd day of May. Ready for another week, Matthew. Yes, indeed. Next week will be a short week for us. Yeah. We'll be here a week from today for this uh, podcast. That's true. Unless we do... uh, Star-Spangled Edition, a Memorial Day podcast like we did for Christmas. But I don't see that happening. No. <laughs> we need the time off. So how'd the weekend go for you? Um, it was full of my daughter's birthday oh, yeah. festivities. Sweet 16. Yeah, that's right. New car? She get a new car? No, no, she okay. did not get a new car. <laughs> I figured on your... Humongous DJ salary alone, <laughs> that there'd be a new car in the offing. No. Okay. But everything went well. She actually has a really good eye, and she's really quite talented at photography. Oh. And so we got her her own really nice camera. That's nice. So, yeah. Good, um, good photographs are lovely. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've seen some great photos. So perhaps someday she'll be featured in, like, National Geographic. Maybe. You know. Maybe. Who knows? The um, average U.S. price of regular grade gas spiked 33 cents over the past two weeks, now 4.71 a gallon. The Lundberg survey said Sunday that the price jump comes amid higher crude prices mm. and tight gasoline supplies. The average price at the pumps a buck sixty one higher than one year ago. Buck sixty one's about what, in my opinion, we should be paying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Nationwide, the highest average price for regular grade gas is San Francisco Bay. They're at six dollars twenty cents a gallon. Hmm. If you made it over to the uh, U.S. Open in Tulsa. You would have paid just three ninety two a gallon there. That's the lowest. That's where the uh, U.S. Open was held. Tulsa. There you go. Could have drove there, fueled up, and came home. Said, so long, Tiger. You have dropped out <laughs> and uh, came back. That's right. I don't know if you saw this at all, but the massive shipment of baby formula from Germany arrived in Indianapolis Sunday morning. As the Biden administration grapples with a shortage of the vital food for the nation's infants, it's called Operation Fly Formula. That's a good one. It was <laughs> launched to get scarce formula. What do we call this? Well, we have formula, and it's being flown in. So, <laughs> makes good sense. <laughs> Perfect. The shortage has been worsening in recent weeks due to a host of factors, including the shuttering of the nation's biggest manufacturing plant. Evidently, I hope they got things figured out there because they let it reopen. Because they were closed down because you know they had bad formula. Yeah. So hopefully they've yeah. got that corrected. I mean, how long were they supposed to be shuttered? Forever? Okay. You know, was it that Shut bad? It down. You know? <laughs> it's got to be back open, right? No, it is now. Okay. But I don't know, you know, if this wasn't going on, if that would be the case. 
But anyway, they've got that going. I guess there's another shipment due in a day or two in Pennsylvania. So uh, they're predicting about 30 days for things to get back on track. So that's still a long ways. And we have to go for baby formula. <sighs> Did they have baby formula when I was a kid? I, you know, I, we were still using cloth diapers when I was around. I don't know. That's a good you know, question. So that Matt will do a little research. Probably. You know, my mom fed me cream of wheat, okay, out of a bottle. She just opened the hole a little bigger and, uh, you know, had cream of wheat. So I slept constantly because I was full. <laughs> All right. All right, here we go. In 1865. <laughs> okay. So shortly after you were born. Yes, yeah, so shortly there. So it was around. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, chemist Justice von Liebig developed, patented, and marketed an infant food, first in a liquid form, then in a powdered form, for better preservation. So, uh, Liebig's formula, consisting of cow's milk, wheat, and malt flour, and potassium bicarbonate, was considered the perfect infant food. Okay. So, I did have it. After Paul came back from the Civil War... <laughs> yes. All right. So, <laughs> been around longer than I thought. I, right. you know, I don't know. This, um, uh, it's amazing how quickly you come up with stuff. You're really pretty quick on that. Well, this show has taught me well. <laughs> Imagine, if you will, you're at the rodeo. Hmm. You know, we've had some here locally. A bull escaping. <clears throat> this in Redding, California, Friday night, leaping over a fence, striking six people oh my in the process. It occurred during the final section of the bull riding event at the popular Northern California Rodeo. Video taken during the event shows a bull buck off its rider and then jumped over an arena fence, hitting several people in its panic to break free. According to Redding rodeo officials, the bull ran out of the rodeo grounds towards the contestant parking area, was eventually corralled by livestock handlers near the Sundial Bridge, and immediately placed in the trailer. Hmm. The distance from oh the gosh. rodeo grounds to Sundial is a little under a half mile. Five people suffered minor injury. One person needed hospitalization. So, yeah, the, he bucked his guy off. Yeah. And then, you know, the other, what do you call them? Rodeo hands? clowns? Like hands, rodeo hands? Well, they're out there, and then there's usually a clown. Because you got, you got a dude on a horse, yeah, a couple yeah. dudes on a horse. Yeah, they come and they you get off yeah. from those guys. Yeah. yeah. And so the bull then like just sort of takes off and is seems to be kind of calmed down. Okay. And then he gets to the end of the ring and just bam, right over the fence. <laughs> oh, no. How terrifying. Oh, my gosh. For real. Because those things are huge. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're down there at the end. You think you're way away from it. Yeah. I guess you've always got to be on your toes at a rodeo. But um, thankfully, nothing super serious occurred. Hospitalization. I can't imagine those guys riding those. You know, it's just unbelievable. <laughs> For real. That they even give it a whirl. Yeah. Yeah. Important. All right. It's 633. We'll be back with more tidbits.
This is Tidbits. Well, we're back. It's a Monday. Very uh, comfortable out there. Quite cool, actually. Yeah. And at 47 with a bit of a breeze. I would I would go so far as to say there's a nip. Yeah. There's a nip in the air. A bit of a nip, as Matthew says. Feels kind of Octoberish this yeah. morning. This says that Americans now have an average of $9,000 less in savings than they did a year ago. How much did you have to begin with? Well, you know, most people save quite well. Hmm. The average amount of personal savings dropped 15%. Listen to this. <laughs> From 73,100 in 2021 to 62 grand and 86 dollars in 2022. And 60% of US adults say that the pandemic's been highly disruptive to their finances. Wait, you should have sixty-two grand in savings right now, according to this. Who are they surveying? Well, that's your average blue-collar American with seventy-three grand sitting in the bank. So, now that we all feel terrible about our lifestyles and wow. how much money we have. That's just amazing. But it's uh, still $9,000 less on average. Hmm. So so for us locals, that means we probably have nothing now. You know, I think you're doing good if you got ten grand in there. You've got a nest egg. Okay. <laughs> Bad news for me, Jif yeah. is recalling some of their peanut butter because of salmonella. Yeah. It's caused at least 14 people in 12 states to get sick. I just bought a jar, okay? (laughs) (laughs) The the recall includes creamy, crunchy, and reduced fat. Oh, geez. Products with lot codes, and I'll never remember these, 127-4425 through 2140-425 are affected on jars of peanut butter, the codes are typically found on the back under the best used by label. However, the recall affects all GIF products with those codes, and the FDA website has a complete list. The voluntary recall is nationwide. Cases have been reported in Arkansas, Georgia, Illinois, Massachusetts, Missouri, Ohio, North Carolina, New York, South Carolina, Texas, Virginia, and Washington, so all over the place. Whoops. Two of the cases required hospitalization. I have eight out of my jar on a few occasions and uh, without result. Ill results. Of course, I feel lousy every day. (laughs) So it's hard to. It's hard to determine when Dale is really sick or not. So I don't know. (laughs) But uh, I've had no true ill effects that I know of. So I guess uh, perhaps I'll keep going with my jar. Here's a... um, Did you watch any qualifying or anything? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Scott Dixon's on top, right? quite exciting. So you did catch qualifying? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Didn't he set a new record? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The fastest four qualifying laps ever. 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 
That's amazing how fast they go. Mm-hmm. It was like over 234, something, you know, it was pretty pretty fast. Yep. So, and that's a that's an average of around the track. Yeah. So, I mean, you got to figure he's hitting 242, 243 in certain spots in that track. Just amazing. It's flying. But, you know, when you're actually there at the track, it's amazing just how large it is. Mm-hmm. Because TV makes it just not, you have no comprehension until you go there. <laughs> There's one shot I wish they would show more of. And it's 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 a shot that looks down the front stretch as the cars zoom by. And then it shows them going into turn one. But that, that to me is about the only real sense of how fast they're going is when you see them make that. Right that turn into turn one because it's like bam I mean they're doing they're doing a football field every second no kidding yeah now most of us can use that as a as a level yeah. football field yeah not your backyard football field no 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 regulation <laughs> yeah but that's so, amazing just how fast it's, they go it's, it's flying, just, man. just amazing so that'll be taking place this upcoming Sunday. Right now, it looks like the weather should be good for that. Yeah. So should be a good race day. And it looks like good weather for carb day on Friday. Yeah. So. Even though they've not used a carburetor since when? Probably. I'll call you Maddie McDavidson. Would have been in the 70s. Okay. Because they still use McDonald. No, I call him McDonald because there for a long time he was with McDonald's. It's just Donald Davidson. Yeah, Donald Davidson. Yeah. But I still call him McDonald. Because <laughs> he's like the historian. Yeah, but he has like a photographic memory. and yeah. He could tell you anything and everything about the 500. Matthew, with his quick research. Coming up with... Uh, let's see. The last cars with carburetors to race the 500 did so in 63. Oh, 63. Yeah. That's been a while. So. Okay. Speaking of McDonald's, here's a Florida woman who called 911 and assaulted restaurant workers because her Mickey D order was wrong. Oh, my gosh. Tianis Jones was arrested Friday evening. Deputy said Jones went too far over a mistake for a McDonald's drive through order. You know, I've I've had my my share of stories of drive-throughs. I, you know, you've heard some of them. <laughs> yes, I have. But I've never resulted to, to this. You know, a happy meal with a chocolate shake, a fillet of fish sandwich, tea and fries was the order. Employees, of course, asked her to pull forward <laughs> up to the third window. Instead, she parked and went inside the McDonald's restaurant. Surveillance shows. Her becoming increasingly angry, despite workers offering to fix the issues as well as return her money. She got so angry, she called 911 to complain that McDonald's had gotten her order wrong. Did she ever take her clothes off at any point? (laughs) That's what this story needs. It's so bad. So after the call, that's when things went from bad to worse. She went behind the counter, started throwing things. Jeez. Oh, she lifted a sleeve of cups and threw them in employees into the dining room. The full encounter lasted 10 minutes. The sheriff's office only released two minutes of the altercation. Her sister and mother were also in there. They tried to get her to leave. They stayed behind after she left and cooperated with investigators. 
She was arrested on burglary with assault, criminal mischief, disorderly conduct, and misuse of 911. Wow. All over that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's Man. just. Man. It's not worth it. No. You know, and I've even had the wrong order given to me. A decrease in what I ordered, the guy in front of me got. Okay. <laughs> I got his. <laughs> Which was not near what I had ordered. Sure. But I never said a word. Yeah. I live with it. I guess this is it. <laughs> this, is my, this is my food now. Here's, here's a guy from Iowa. Of course, someone else got, I got a hamburger. There's nothing on it. It's just meat and butt. Who eats this bland? <laughs> There's no salt on the fries. <laughs> <laughs> An Iowa man pushed, uh, punched a woman in the face while trying to take her purse, then offered arresting officers $1 million to let him go. Okay. Okay, buddy. <laughs> they arrived to investigate a robbery. The victim was walking when Richard Esparza began following her, punched her in the face, and was pulling off her purse. He did not get her purse, and police were called. Esperanza was found a short distance from the robbery scene. After being read his Miranda rights, he was placed in the back seat of his squad car. He then offered the officers $1 million to release him and not arrest him. Hmm. Esparza told police he could provide that money in cash. <laughs> That's why he's taking somebody's purse. Or transfer the money directly to their bank accounts. When officers asked if he was trying to bribe them, Esparza said he was. He was, of course, booked and uh, probably also charged with bribery. <laughs> a million bucks. A million bucks. <laughs> hey, uh, got a million bucks here. <laughs> Customs and Border <sighs> Protection agents in Detroit seized 2,175 pounds of marijuana Labeled as pool toys earlier this month. That occurred at the Fort Street cargo facility after an x-ray scan of a tractor trailer and the physical inspection revealed the illicit goods concealed as foam pool toys. Hmm. The uh, tractor trailer subsequently seized. <laughs> Imagine getting that in your pool. <laughs> it just <laughs> got it in a noodle. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm going in there with my noodle. <laughs> this says, now, is this you? Average person spends 314 a month on impulse buys. Do you? 314 a month. Well, I do have <laughs> 75000 in savings. So I, <laughs> I clearly have the money to burn. Impulse purchases. That's up from 276 bucks in 2021 and 183 back in 2020. So you're really an impulse buyer now, according to this. I don't think I am. I don't spend that much a year on myself, okay? It's, you know, I'm saving on razors, you know? it's <laughs> That's true. <laughs> don't need shaving cream. It says that uh, the impulse buys come mostly on clothing, food and groceries, household items, shoes, and consumer technology. 51% tend to shop for just themselves, 
over half claim they've even saved money with their impulse shopping. <laughs> now I say that, but I just I did just buy myself a well, few, see, there few you clothes. Go. You, so. so you got some stuff. Yeah, it was not three hundred fourteen dollars. I'll tell you that okay. much. And probably not an impulse. You needed them. I'm presuming. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's not absolutely. It's like me. You know, shirt stained enough. I can't wear it anymore. Time to go buy. <laughs> it's time for a new one. Okay, so, so there you go. Some tidbits as we uh, approach the upcoming holiday weekend. That's right. So, Matt, have a wonderful day. You too, buddy. I'll see you later. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits. Tidbits.